That's all for now. Thank you for tuning in to the CC Podcast Telco. And don't forget to subscribe through Spotify or Apple Podcasts to make sure you never miss our next update. To inquire about getting involved in CC Webinar Lives, CC Executive Interviews, or the GCCM Magazine, please contact info at carriercommunity.com. See you next time. Good morning, good day, everybody here in uh, from the GCCM in London um, and, uh, and 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 out there on the World Wide Web. We're going to discuss today the role of women in the tech industry today and more tomorrow. So, um, and for this, I would like to 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 welcome my my fellow fellow panelists here at the at the topic sponsored by by Horizon. So um, it's over to you, over to Miami, Sabina. How Hello, are you? Hello, everyone. Very well. How are you guys? Great. They're all great. Maybe you can introduce yourself a little bit. Yes, I can. So I'm Sabina Myrich. I'm the CCO in Horizon. Um, I'm working in IT and telco industry. Oh, do I need to say how many years? <laughs> so for, 20, for 24 years. So it's kind of a long career. And um, I really wish that uh, much many ladies would, would choose this career because it's really amazing. And I'm looking forward to see much more ladies in this tech industry. Fantastic. Thank you, Sabina. And uh, it's always glad uh, having you and uh, being around for so many years. So thank you for that. Um, so let's... Uh, oh, let's... Many more. Absolutely, for sure. If you let me, if you allow me. Um, Sarah, over to you. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon from Moscow. So I wish I was there in London with you guys. It is my home. Um, my name is Sarah Narag. I'm currently the Senior Manager of Billing Collections in the wholesale unit of Amantel. Um, my career started not that too long ago, let's say maybe about 13, 14 years ago in the telecom industry. I started in Tier 1 and I moved here maybe six years ago to do what I'm doing. And very much like Sabina and I think everyone here, it's about, uh, I would love to see more women more women in leadership more women in telco and let's see how we can do this okay fantastic and uh, welcome and thank you for, for for being on this uh, this panel and again allowing me to be here as well humble as always thank you very much sarah and uh, and greetings to the lovely city of, of muscat now here live in london yeah which uh, <laughs> i'm getting uh, in, i'm getting intimidated here ladies trust me no uh, joanna welcome Hi everyone, my name is Joanna Kuligowska. I am a head of global market intelligence and managed services at HOT. Um, pretty much a furniture now in the messaging industry, I think, close to a dec over a decade, decade of um, experience, specifically in messaging field. Um, this industry uh, is my great passion. I'm very passionate about um, technology. I'm really pleased to be here. I'm really happy to see um, so many familiar faces. Really nice to be back uh, to Women in Tech. Yeah, looking forward to the discussion. Thank you so much and, uh, and good having you. Always a pleasure, Joanna. And um, yes, Luana, I'm so happy to have you here as well as my colleague as well. As my colleague, GTC. yeah. So thank you so much for, for being here. Maybe you just can take a minute to, to introduce yourself, please. Sure, my name is not Joanna, it's Luana, very similar, but Luana de Luna Sena. And yeah, I am your colleague now from GTC, Global Telco Consult. We are, I am the business development manager 
And it's been 10 years that I started uh, studying telecom engineer. And now I am, it's been one year that I am in the industry of business messaging. And I am one of the, one of the uh, us ladies that is really proud to be a lady in tech. Really happy to be here. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Luana. You know, I'm getting really intimidated here. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, fantastic having you both here live, uh, live with me, and of course Sabina and Sarah uh, virtually. Um, next time, please, I would, I would love to to to, to have you uh, live with me here. But I know that will uh, that will happen soon. So, um, Sabina, if I can, can start off with you, tech industry landscape. I mean, give us an overview. What are we talking about? Uh, where do the women in, in, in tech kick in and where do they not kick in or not yet? What, what do you see around you? Uh, I would say that the ladies are kicking more and more in and I don't see really a place where women should not kick in because it's nothing that women cannot do. Um, so the problem I would see is that it's still not enough ladies um, choosing tech universities. That is the problem. That is why they are not kicking in because um, we can talk about our wishes to have more ladies in the tech industry. But if you have just 20% of girls, young ladies joining the tech uh, universities, finishing the tech universities, then you cannot expect that you will have 50-50 with employees because it would be unreal. The math would not work. Um, I think that that should start much earlier. Uh, that should start in the family and home environment when moms and dads and families can say to girls, yeah, choose a tech industry. It's uh, the environment for you in the same way how it uh, can be for guys and it's not anymore a man's world. So you can be an engineer. It's, it's, that is the point where it should start because if it's not starting there, if uh, these young girls and young ladies don't have a female role model in the tech industry, then they will not really go in this direction. And as long as we have such or much smaller amount of uh, women finishing the technical university, the workspace diversity when it comes to gender will never be equal or even close to equal. So it's something that should be, it's like a seed and we are on the point to put this seed in the ground and then in a decade or two decades, maybe we will come to the place where men and women will be in the equal amount uh, joining the tech industry and the telco industry. Okay, Th thank you. Great opening statement, uh, Sabina. Sarah, what do you see around yourself? Well, how, how's, what environment? Um, I think, I think if we're now looking at, let's take a look at numbers, because I think for me, this is actually really interesting. So I think back in 2019, there's research showing that within large tech companies, the female workforce is sitting around 30%. And now we're looking in 2022, this is approaching about 32.8%. Now, it, it's great that there's an upward trajectory and especially in light of the pandemic that we have, we're going through, are going through and females being disproportionately affected by it as well. It's great that within our industry, we are still seeing that upward trend. And I think that is obviously directly related to the ability of our industry to be flexible and change with these flexible working models. Um, in terms of, if we're gonna go into the reasons why there's not enough women in the industry, I think Sabina touched on it 
perfectly. And I, but for me, I think it's twofold. I think there's the issue where we do have some social and cultural responsibility. If we look at how traditionally girls have been brought up, it's to be perfect, to stay away from risk. And where we have men who, you know, traditionally as boys, they're taught to be braver and take more risks. And I think this also becomes apparent when you hear research showing, for example, there's an HP report that shows that women only apply for jobs when they have 100% of the qualifications. Men do it when there's only 60%. But the thing is, and there's research showing that women are smart and girls have always outperformed boys when it comes to subjects in school, including STEM. So something, there's a gap here because we are intelligent enough, we can do it. But I think there's a social aspect where we're, no, we're not brave enough. We're not stepping out of our comfort zone. I think this has a direct impact on why there's not only in STEM and in C-suites and in executive. Thank you, Sarah, and sorry for the for, for, for the interruption. Joanna, I saw you nodding like this. Yeah, she's right, she's right, she's right. Please add. Yeah, I think I, I really couldn't agree more with um, Sabina, with Sarah. Um, I think what I see personally um, is lack of leadership um, and mentorship for, for women in the industry. And because it's a bit of a chicken and egg story, we, can, we don't have more women coming into the industry because very often they, they, they don't, as women, we don't see ourselves where can we progress our career in another two years, five years time because there are not enough female um, role models in senior management and um, leadership. I think that that is very important that from organization point of view, that has to be st stimulated from sea level. Um, and I think the aspect of um, girls not joining technical universities, I, I can imagine, well, I, I didn't graduate from technical university. I'm, I'm completely, um, I studied languages. It just felt like a right choice at that time of my life because it's just intimidating. And it, it, it seems very complicated to, to enter university that can be so male dominated. Um, and I think it takes more women like us to, to go to those universities, to share our experience that actually, hang on, well, working in technology is fun. There are many types of jobs in that sector that very often might, might not be that technical or Maybe it's not that hard. We can do it. We can do anything. Just like Sabina said. Mm -hmm. No, uh, I mean, uh, I'm in tech since I'm, I'm the dinosaur here. You know, I, I mean, I'm in tech since uh, 35 years. So yes, I'm the dinosaur here. And it is funky and it's becoming more funky than, than ever. Luana, your opening statement. What, what, what do you see around you? What, what, oh, wow. What, what do, do you I see? see around me? So for us, when we were girls, really young, we are taught to play with dolls and we need to behave well and dress well. And while the guys, they call and go play with video games, for example, they can be technical, they can play there. So why, since we are young, we are taught that you need to be perfect, you need to be a princess. No, we can deal with technology and we like it and it's interesting, so why not? It is challenging to be an engineer, yes. My God, at my university, 
uh, we were lucky that we had like 20, 25%. And that's a lot. It is hard to join the industry that all the professors, all the, they're all men. But if you see one lady, like you said, that can, they can, make, can be the, the leadership. Wow, it's inspiring. So it is hard, but we can do a great job. My God, like, like the girl saying, I think um, it's 19% of the, in America that they study computer science, well, engineering now is 25, but it's growing. For example, in the last year in the Web Summit in Lisbon, it was the first time in history that we had more women than guys you know, attending there. Like, okay, more, but 50.5%. That's a lot. It's more, I'm celebrating it, it's beautiful. That's how it should be. You saw the, the, how in the industry is changing and we want to change more, so yes. Please let's talk about women in tech. It's beautiful. Our company, GTC, yeah, we now growing more in diversity, even hard horizon everywhere. C CTO, Sabina here, he's, uh, how many percent of the women are in the, in the C level? It's really low. Why? Because I think it's 40% chance that they say, if you are a lady, what are the chances that you can uh, go? progressive in the company and the career is 40% compared to 60% of a man. We're going to change that. Don't worry, Eric. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Thank you. I'm here to, to be educated as well. Right. Don't say yes, Sabina. Um, <laughs> um, Sabina, um, can corporate strategies and structures um, 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 uh, su support towards a, a better integration and diversity? And, and do we see already some good use cases? I mean, what can you share with us? I mean, yes, of course it can. And uh, all the good cases you have around you and in front of you on video now today. So of course it can be done. And um, I would say that does not need to be done something super special. Uh, it's really easy. Just the women, they should have the same chance when it comes to promotions and to get the place like the men there. So it's nothing special that needs to be done. No, no special treatment, no special opportunities, just equality, which in the most of the cases is not. I mean, the second problem that maybe it's to touch is um, about what Sarah said, that when it comes to a promotion or applying for the promotion, when we talk about women, then it's really, we do all the analytic part and we think, uh, am I good enough? Am I perfect? Oh, I'm missing this 5%. Maybe I'm not still not good enough to apply. When it comes to men, they do like, okay, this I know, this I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm good enough. I will go. So maybe in, in this um, self-confidence part, that should be the part where, where women should uh, maybe think about or where we should teach um, younger ladies or even at the university that you can risk and you don't need to know everything perfect because you will have a way and the time to learn it. So the first thing is the mentality of the women that you need to be perfect to go. But the second is that uh, they should be treated or we should be treated equally. And in most of the cases, it's not like this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so no special treatment. Just what, what it is, whatever you are, who yeah, you are, whatever you are, it doesn't matter, I, just the same treatment. I mean, at the end, if I look from my perspective and I have a team which I'm leading, um, I would never say I'll, I will give a job to this lady instead of to this guy just because she's a lady. 
but he's better because at the end, uh, as a team and as a department, I need to deliver results to the company. So the best professional is the one who will get the job. Just treat all the professionals equally, no matter if they are men or women. That is the point. Sure. You have a point, absolutely. But isn't it true because, let's say, only 20, 25%, 30% or whatever are only graduating. So the pool of, let's say, women is smaller than the pool of men. Shouldn't, isn't it therefore important that uh, the corporate strategies and, and, and the processes should, should be as such that until we get to, let's say, the 50-50 level, you know, being, being um, uh, graduated from, 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 from universities, that until that period, and Sarah, I'm asking you this, um, uh, that at least the women are a bit more pushed, helped, supported from corporate strategies or, or processes, whatever, to help them and to, you know, um, to make sure that they get to certain positions. Because the pool, the, the cake is just smaller, right? From men to, to women in tech nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. So Should it be promoted more or what's your I take on that? I think it, it should. And the reason why is because we have to kind of look at it from a privileged perspective, right? And if we're looking at diversity equity, which being as well as a massive part of diversity and inclusion is the equity piece. So it's ensuring that people that haven't had the same starts in life do actually get some sort of justice. And I think this talks you know, specifically to the industry um, and in the workforce in general, right? And you know, now we're looking at stats that actually show that um, executive teams that are more gender diverse actually are more likely to experience 25% more profitability. Now, if you add on to that, more racially diverse, it's more likely, it's 36% more likely that they're going to experience higher profitability. And now we need to look into why that is. And I think if we look at it at its most basic level, those who are starting off more like less privileged actually have a different struggle. And those who face more adversity then actually are more resilient, more creative, more innovative. And I think it's up to companies to then be able to leverage those inherent skills and qualities that come with a more, a more diverse workforce. Mm -hmm. okay, and so you do that by giving them the space, right? Giving them the opportunity, giving them the seat at the table and making space for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, before I go, go to Joanna and then Luana, maybe, I mean, let's get this interactive. Uh, if, 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 if the audience has some question and you want to bump in, then please bump in because the subject is more than important. So, Nasia, I, I know I, I count on you as well to, to bump in if you, if, if you want to. So, you're more than, more than invited. So, um, Luana, um, does corporate strategies and processes uh, need to be more and more in place to 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 help women to to get their position more and more within the the the, the tech corporations? Does it help or is it? Yes, I agree with both, like Sabina, Sarah, because it's the two things. Yes, you need to be a good professional, otherwise I'm not going to hire you. Yes, which would incentivize you. So how can we do it? Um, start from the beginning if we okay let's get this lady and she's really good make her an example and let her train someone else to grow it as well we feel more comfortable and then everyone around or even the male or the other guys will see like 
actually is good. They're actually good. Well done. And we were going to try harder. So if like, like this, talking here in the GCCM about women in tech is already something that, yes, yeah, so we could get more guys to see it, but online here as well. But it's a start. I think that's where we should go. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, with the care uh, community, there's also a magazine called Women in Tech. So please take your copy at the desk and read it. Men, you should read that as well. So <laughs> thank you. Um, uh, uh, Joanna? What should we do? What, what should corporations, how can corporations um, uh, help and support um, uh, to get a more equal balance? Um, I think if you uh, are, it, there are so many things that can be done and uh, I believe in many organizations are being done. Um, if I take example of um, my company, Hold, we, um, we have a very good personality assessment system in, that we use in recruitment. I think it's really important when it comes to recruiting talent to um, perform an unbiased, neutral assessment of the candidate's skills. Um, when I say unbiased, we, we have to talk about the um, you know, unconscious bias and training within any organization, top to bottom, across um, any level is needed because it's an unconscious bias. And very often people are, might not be aware of that when recruiting people. Um, and I think it, it, the, the very important thing, or I said this before, is, is to have a proper mentorship program. And that's not just for women, for men and women. So if, if we are, it's about nurturing talent and finding people within the organization and allowing them to grow and showing them, okay, we see those qualities in you. You could do this job. Let us teach you how. Let us show you how to do it. Um, so there's so many, so many things that can be done on the corporate level. But I think the most important thing, it has to be from the top to bottom in the organization. And that approach, you know, I mean, here in the UK, we, it's not that bad. Right, we just had Boris Johnson announcing transparency. Um, Who's that? <laughs> Boris transparency who? in pay. So things are definitely improving, but there's still so many markets where women are discriminated. And as a business, and how we conduct business, and how we show of, that we don't tolerate that sort of behavior um, against our employees is is so important. It has to come from the top management in every organization, I believe. Okay, so Nasia, please, I'm, I'm, I'm getting you, or if I may. Nasia, come oh, and sit yeah. with me. Yeah. Come and sit yeah, here. Yeah, here. <laughs> Nasia. Hey. Ladies hey. and gentlemen, I give you Nasia. All right. Welcome. Uh, good to be here. <laughs> good to have you. It's Drop getting in. better for me. It's Drop getting in. really better for me now. So um, I want to add a couple practical things since we're talking about women in tech. And obviously, I myself have been in telcos and in tech for over 27 years. Not as old as you. Thank you. <laughs> Eric. Um, I started my company, Data three years ago, and I made a point to help as many women as possible and all my developers to start with were all female and i think if every woman in leadership makes a point to support other women within our network and outside our network as much as we can 
we need to start with the women as well as the men within the organization across the board Amen. and across the different levels in order for it to work. Um, once a female makes it to a certain level, it's our duty to support the people that are coming after us, to teach them, to mentor them, but also it's the duty of men to support the women and mentor them and help them and push them because as it's been said That's from the here. panel That's yeah, why exactly he uh, was said earlier from uh, by the panel that um you know we need mentorship and women are not uh, confident in many ways until they reach a certain level of expertise to put themselves forward That's what Sarah so said. the men can help with that. And another thing, which is more HR and practical way that will help women and bring in more equality is to make uh, paternity leave yeah. equal. equal. Yes. Because one of the, um, and I don't know if you've looked at the statistics out there, that um, every time a woman has to take out, uh, take, leave the job environment, they lose 40% of their income for a lifetime and then it takes them longer to catch up so they go backwards every time a woman has to leave for any given reason but by allowing men equal rights on paternity when um, they procreate you know that will help women overall in the industry well, well we see that for, for instance in, in the scandinavian countries where 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 the men they they go on paternity leave as well paid or not paid or for a certain period not as equal as for women mm -hmm. which doesn't make it easier i i i i fully agree with you and uh, um but I, I do value as well the, the, the point which Sabina says, guys, by the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, whatever. I just choose the best. And then by the end of the day, the best will come to, to the job. But on the other hand, I'm still struggling a little bit with the thing that the pool of women in the, of the total cake mm -hmm. is still not enough. So get away from the dolls. Okay. Yes. Get 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 the sea level to put it really on the agenda because by the end of the day, who is in charge of HR? Mostly women, right? Yeah. And it is for whatever. So they need to be instructed. I mean, I'm I'm asking this. I'm... Well, I'll give you another example, if I may. Um, I was trying to get funding hmm? for my organization. Women only get 6% of the fund available. 6%. Yes. It has, might have grown 6.2, 6.3. I had an instance that I was talking to investors and they told me straight on my face, there was two different entities that they said, we like what you're doing, get a male co-founder and then we'll talk to you. Yes. And it happens, guys. Mm -hmm. It happens, and just, it's unfortunate. We need to deal with this problem just because we are born like this. It's unbelievable. Sab uh, no, yeah, sorry. No, no, Sabina, please. Uh, I mean, Eric, I agree that uh, it should be the best one, but the best one in many, many times, or it happens many times, that even if the woman is the best one, she will not be chosen. So that it's mostly the problem so no not in percentage not to have the same percentage of men and women it's basically that when the women are good enough or even better than guys they will not be chosen that is the problem sabina mm -hmm. even if they are chosen she's not going to stay in the industry because she's going to be discriminated they're going to be mistreated so it's really hard to fight and stay 
I mean, you need to fight harder. Yes, correct. I would say that that you need to prove my, yourself much more and much many times that the guy needs to do. But uh, still, the problem is that when it comes to the promotion, uh, basically that, that that I would say that this is leading to the main problem because when you are on the way to be promoted, it will be a guy, and then here we are missing the role models. Here we are missing the ladies, which can be showed as sea level or it can be seen as sea level and they are the main role model for all the ones which will even do the first step to go in this direction because they will be motivated they will have something they will have a goal they will have a picture and and here it's the problem it's not so much a problem of women getting in tech it's the woman getting promoted in tech mm -hmm. okay Okay. And staying in tech as well, right? We, yes. we, we spoke about this and I think we cannot, um, we, we, we have to address that, that a lot of women are, are facing leaving their job because they have to make a decision whether they want to have a family or whether they want to have a career. And I know we've been now through a very spe special time and um, in the pandemic, we, we, we've definitely transformed the way we approach business and how we work and that flexibility has um, a certain flexibility in, in working has emerged that actually will help a lot of women but also there's a flip side to it because staying at home for for many women meant during the pandemic that actually that there were kids at home and then homeschooling and and a lot lot, lot more stuff to do we guys didn't know what to do <laughs> we were so nervous we were so nervous at home. Maybe you need to start playing with dolls. <laughs> yes, play your dolls. Have a family. Take care Again. of yourself and your. You have. I have three daughters. I have three daughters. How are they? And uh, they're fantastic. And first of all, they love daddy for sure, <laughs> of course. And I used to work, and and th that's why I'm 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 happy, and I'm I'm coming to you, Tola. I'm coming to you. Um, um, uh, you know, I used to work for for twelve years, eleven years for 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 France Telecom, and who was in charge? Who was my boss? Claire Papano and Amorel, women, and I learned a lot. And you were surprised by that, right? Oh, no, I was not surprised. I was happy, happily, happily learning. Tola, please. Tola, do you want to join us too? Come, on. Come and take a seat. Come on. Take a seat. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sarah and Sabina, did you did, did, did you hear that roughly? No. Okay. So the, the, there should be actually um, again on 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 the corporate level, it should be let's say a KPI actually for for everybody. Do you agree? To get more women, let's say 
not only not necessarily it's not what Tola said that there should be more women that the kpis should be clear that uh, okay the recruitment has to be performed unbiased that uh, it should be performed with diversity in mind in all meaning of yeah, diversity does it does it help to get more women in tech because um, i mean but but, but sabina also mentioned you know it is yes that they're coming probably more women in tech and there will be retention and people will leave because for whatever stupid reasons and they will not come back or we have a, a difficulty to, to to get them back on board um, um but but as samina mentioned it's difficult to get them promoted and these people who are promoted these women okay who are promoted can maybe help other women as well or be a role model i mean you mentioned role model it, it, is it enough what, what do we need my, 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 that, that's I'm, I'm i'm looking for the answer <laughs> the narrative needs to change uh, from um, it's a female male uh, situation to uh, more equal terms um, there are already quotas in the major organizations that they say so much diversity needs to exist within the organization but it's been looked at from that perspective i need to fill my quota so i'm gonna hire a woman or i'm gonna hire somebody from another culture um and it it, it, it is still the narrative is there the um delineation between the sexes and the cultures are still there so there there is not something that we're thinking a person that's best fitted for the job getting the job getting promoted is not happening no and and the, 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 yes this is what it's but again is there the the pool the cake i understand what you're saying about the pool and it's a big problem eric and i think how can we corporate it? corporately we're not gonna fix the pool mm -hmm. we're not gonna fix it it actually starts at home just like you said it starts with how we raise our daughter saying you can do everything you want you can be whoever you want there is no role that has been designed for you you don't have to play with those you know it is there is a hammer you know whatever mm -hmm. whatever you want to be you can achieve it my dad actually gave me a hammer when i was <laughs> young and Good. um you know if if you ask a lot of young girls taking myself as an example people ask me what do you want to be when you grow up i used to say fighter pilot <laughs> me too by the way you know and it's nothing to do with you know playing with dolls or the softer. Um, but I would agree with what you said, and it also needs to be a curriculum in a school system. 100%, and I think this is the part we're missing. And, you know, UK, maybe it's on the forefront, but there are so many countries where education is a problem for women, right? So that pool is not getting any bigger because it's not just, it goes beyond corporate strategies. Of course, from the corporate point of view, there is, a lot we can do but it really starts with removing the separation like Nasia said between female and male I mean at the end of the day we we should be equal okay let, let me go to Sarah Sarah please um so on this oh guys you've spoken about <laughs> so I think what we're seeing with companies is that there is this thing where we're trying to fill a quota it's just that what do you do once you've filled the quota? And I think that's what the struggle is. It's how do you then retain? And research is showing that only, you know, um, 
made a high, high, high number of um, companies are having this quota and are having initiatives, but like about 44% of them actually have retention plans. And I think this is where the challenge is actually sitting today. So it's actually keeping those people. And I think Eric, as you said, it's if we don't keep them, they leave and they're gonna go somewhere where they do feel valued. Um, and I do wanna say how much I fully support what Nasia said in regards to men. 100%, we need more men co-conspirators to ensure that there is more diversity in the game. Because if no matter how much women are changing, we need men on board because, you know, men speak with men and, you know, we need more men having this conversation. They're a big part of this picture. And so I, I loved it when you said that actually there are a lot of men attending, they are, they need to join us and they need to be a part of the solution. We can't do this on our own. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, when it comes to retention, do you uh, believe, uh, Sarah and everybody else, that uh, the new way of working, the flexible work environment, the flexible hours will aid to that and we will see a surge of women staying at the job because they don't have to be off for a large period of time. Um, so shouldn't we be promoting the flexibility, um, not only remote working, but actually flex time that to, to, to allow women to participate? And not just women, men uh, in general. Everyone. I think what I said earlier, what we learned in pandemic it, 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 that actually that became, so I, I spoke um, just before this panel, I spoke to um, Tasha, she's, I think, um, on the, in, yeah, in, in the chat, yeah, Tasha yeah, is our recruiter. Um, and what we see coming from candidates that we're trying to hire globally is these days mainly flexibility um, to conduct our life, to have good balance between, you know, work, because like we said, we, we want to have a career, but we, we also want to have a life, right? And those five minutes coffee breaks where you can maybe do something small at home it just makes us so much more at peace less stressed and i think that flexibility is such an important um part of how we conduct business and it attracts more women as well mm -hmm. even you eric you had at the pandemic you had to learn how to stay at home do things at home that we normally do all the time so you can see it you can appreciate Help us to do it for all of us. I'm working from home since 12 years, so I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can encourage you guys that so you can make things happen now. All right. Talked about a lot of things, a lot of drivers, a lot of challenges, uh, opportunities as well we, we, we see. Um, Nasia, yes, can you give us a takeaway for the, for, for the audience and, and, and the people out there? Uh, sure, putting me on a hot seat, I see. <laughs> I love that. Um, change the narrative. It's not about women and men. It's about working together to pave the future for the younger generations because it should be gender agnostic. Luana? Perfect. I mean, yes, let's start from the beginning. Make it a healthy environment for everyone men and women are working together it's beautiful that's how it should be There's, there should be no difference in technology in hospitality anywhere we should do what we want 100 percent this and also 
when women support other women, beautiful things happen. So let's support each other. <laughs> things are falling apart in this this room. I don't know what what I mean. The bombs are we coming are together. <laughs> Sabine and Sarah, apologies. You cannot see this, but we have a stand here, and something is going boom, and then there is a, a loudspeaker. So. You know, it's a bomb here. You really miss. You really miss. So, uh, Sarah, uh, closing statement. Here we go. <laughs> I just think, yes, everyone's sentiments. I think we need our men to also join us as joint feminists. And like Joanna said, women need to support women and on the very lowest level cause no harm. And let's just support each other and bring people with us, pay it forward. Thank you, Sarah. And some, the famous last words, of course, for, 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 for Sabine, my friend. Uh, so. Thank you, Eric, so much. So I agree with everything that the lady said. Uh, and I will just say that we should refer to people in the company as professionals, uh, without gender, without any orientations, without anything. So professionals, no matter who and what they are, and I need to say that I'm really proud about our company and the nice logo that you have in the back, because uh, in Horizon we have almost, or even more now than 30% women. And um, having this diversity, uh, we all try to be the best possible professionals in the company. And uh, who is what from where, which gender, it's not really important. Thank and you, that so is how it should be. And it, in Italy, they say, punto e basta. Punto e basta. Punto e basta. That's how it goes. So, um, uh, Sabina, thank you so much. Thank you, Horizon, for, for, for sponsoring this, this, this very important You're session. Welcome. Sarah, thank you so much. Hopefully, we see each other soon. And um, Nasia, Luana, and Joanna, thank you so much for being here. I mean, we could talk a bit longer, but I, everything has a time. Uh, but I think the message has been uh, brought and broadcast it to the people here, uh, which I would like to thank. Thank you, uh, audience, for, for, for being here and staying with us and for you out there. That's all for now. Thank you for tuning into the CC Podcast Telco. And don't forget to subscribe through Spotify or Apple Podcasts to make sure you never miss our next update. To inquire about getting involved in CC Webinar Lives, CC Executive Interviews, or the GCCM Magazine, please contact info at carriercommunity.com. See you next time.